Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's so great to be with you today. In this episode, are you finding that you're falling back to not being as kind as you would like to be, especially when you're under pressure? Today, we build the last step in our process of building kindness as a superpower. And we look at the internal practice so that we make the kindness neural pathway in our brain more robust so that kindness is easier for us to access even in our most challenging moments. Let's walk. Out walking, moving as we are able, enjoying this gorgeous day, feeling our feet on the ground, our belly rise and fall, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. If you're new to this podcast, we walk. We integrate movement and mindfulness and mental training exercises so that we can build the skills of emotional intelligence so that we can approach, not avoid, our most difficult situations. So we can see those difficult situations as opportunities to transform. So we can become the best version of ourselves. We can have the impact we want to have in the world. And we start by movement. So feeling your body, feeling your feet on the ground. This is the mindfulness part of the practice where we're just present with whatever is, whatever our focus of attention is. Feel your hands and arms swinging in the air as you're moving. Just be in your body. Make the intention to just be here right now. Feeling your whole body as it walks. Feeling your belly rise and fall. Feel so fortunate to have this practice as a grounding tool. Knowing that we are building insight and tools into human behavior so we can be our best. And if your mind wanders to some thought, idea, fantasy, just let it be and watch how you react to yourself, but just let it be and come back to whatever your focus of attention is, your belly, your feet on the ground, maybe now your head and neck, just checking in 
What sensations are present? Mindfulness is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. It's bringing a kindness to ourselves as we pay attention. And we get out of the trans, the autopilot of thinking, thinking, and we just are here now. Feel now your knees and your hips. Just tune in. What do they feel like? Now your elbows and your shoulders. Again, just tune in. Now to the top of your head. What sensations are present there? Now feel the whole body as you're walking or moving as you're able. I have so enjoyed doing this series and enjoying listened, enjoyed listening to it myself, in fact. Because as odd as it sounds, I walk the day after it comes out or the morning it comes out and listen to these podcasts as much to get feedback, but boy, I, I actually find it helpful myself. Not sick of my voice yet. That's coming. Not yet, though. But we've gotten this far in this series, and I'm thinking you've probably decided, made the choice to build kindness as a superpower in your life. Henry James said, three things in human life are important. The first is to be kind. The second is to be kind. And the third is to be kind. But we face barriers to kindness. We face barriers in ourself when we want to be kind. Emotions can get in the way, such as being angry or hurt. We can feel halted, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. We can get busy and feel time pressure, and all of these can stop us from showing up as we would like. And you know, there's a lot at stake if we cannot overcome these barriers and don't show up as we intend. We've talked about how it affects our career trajectory. If people don't get this sense of our warmth, of our heart, of our kindness, our ability to listen and be empathetic, that affects how they see us and it affects our career promotions and trajectory. It's just the research. There's a lot at stake, though, as well, because our most important personal relationships and the people we want to impact with our behavior, who are modeling our behavior, the young people in our life, the people we work with, people in the community, when what's at stake if we don't build this is we don't have the impact we want to have in the world. And that's a big part of this podcast. 
We're here to help you have the kind of impact you want to have in this world. And the plan is to build kindness from the inside out, for seeing it as a choice, being aware and using the key to unlocking kindness, which we talked about in an earlier episode, which is compassion. You know, seeing the struggle and challenge that people we interact with experience as a way to open our heart, which then helps us more easily access kindness. And today we're going to talk about building the internal practice of kindness so that our external behaviors naturally default to kindness. And I have to say, this internal practice that I'm going to describe to you today might be one of the most important areas of content that I deliver in this entire Last 8% project and podcast. This is something that can, if we treat it as a practice, that's something we can build over time, little by little, bit by bit, can change our life. It's just true. It's literally true. It will change our brain, change our default behaviors, change how we show up in the world. Like, how wonderful is that? So just move back to your body again. Where are you right now? What's going on in your body? What physical sensations do you feel? Are you present in this moment? Standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. There are two parts to this internal practice. One is the mindfulness practice. And that's what we do every day in the morning podcast when we, and we can do this walking or sitting. And, you know, our goal is to, you know, change our relationship to whatever is. And we do it by focusing somewhere, maybe our belly, our body, whatever is going to be our focus of attention. And then our mind wanders. And that's a critical moment because the question is, what is our response And this is a great indication of how kind we are to ourselves. Like, do we beat ourselves up just a little bit for not being able to stay focused, doing it wrong? It's also a great opportunity to build kindness. Because if in this moment we can be tender towards ourselves, not judge ourselves too harshly, that starts to lay down more of that neural pathway. So it's actually an opportunity to build the practice. And I think just by stopping and intentionally being fully present to how things are in the moment, you know, purposefully, without succumbing to that judge, that voice in our head, that critic, and by working to more wisely be with our difficult situations is an enormous dose of self-compassion, of self-kindness that should not be underrated. In fact, I think it's a radical act of love just to sit down and be quiet for a time by ourselves, just to go walking and feel our feet on the ground. So that's the mindfulness practice. And again, you know, that's a big part of the whole podcast. The second part of the internal practice is a loving kindness practice. Sometimes we call it in the podcast a tenderness practice towards ourselves and others. So what is this loving kindness practice? It's actually a rigorous meditation practice in its own right that we can do every day. 
that can transform our heart. And in this practice, we use four to five phrases and we say them over and over to ourselves and we try to summon that feeling in ourselves of that word or that phrase. And we're going to do it here in a minute. But this practice acts as an antidote to the mind states such as the strong emotions we can feel like hurt or rage or sadness because it's just true that sometimes it's hard to stay open and be with our strong emotions in our mindfulness practice. As you know, the instruction in mindfulness is to be open and move in, befriend, breathe into, not avoid, not distract from that challenging pet we feel. You might remember PET is an acronym PET, physical sensations, the P, E's emotions, T is the thinking or thoughts, so PET. If you go to our advanced ETA episode, you'll better understand this. But we're trying to stay present with our pet in the mindfulness practice, but it can be overwhelming. And it's at such times that a formal loving kindness practice, being tender towards ourselves, which is again part of the ETA tool, by the way, it can function to soften our relationship to these difficult mind states. And it can help us be present without being swept away by these strong emotions. It makes these emotions and mind states more approachable. It helps them be less intractable. So what do we do? Well, there's kind of two parts. One, loving kindness towards ourself. And the second is loving kindness towards others. So, as I mentioned, we recite a few phrases over and over, directing them to start to ourselves and try to summon up the feeling of these words. And we start towards ourselves because, as the Buddha said, unless we treat ourselves with love and compassion, we cannot reflect the same on others. We cannot reflect the same on others. I think we all get that. When we're in a good place, boy, we can reflect kindness and compassion and love on others. And when we're not in a good place, a little less so. So let's go to the phrases. If you're a longtime listener, you know some of these phrases. And I'm going to, these are the phrases that I've kind of built up over the last 30 or so years. Use these as they are. Change them. Add, subtract, do whatever works for you. Experiment. That's a big part. As you know, experiment. So, just see if you can direct this, these phrases towards yourself. May I be happy and peaceful in this moment. May I feel good about myself just as I am. May I be healthy and strong of mind and body and spirit. May I be safe from harm, both inner and outer harm. And may I live with ease and grace upon the earth. So we just try to summon the feeling and just feel that towards ourselves. And it will feel mechanical at first if this is the first time you're doing it. By the way, even if it's not the first time, there's times when I start this practice and I'm just not feeling it. So I just, you know, stay at it. Be patient. And so if it feels mechanical or artificial, just 
be patient, just stay with it. Because I cannot tell you how powerful this practice becomes over time. And one thing you might find is that you might not feel particularly worthy or deserving of this care towards yourself. And that's, again, totally normal. And now use your mindfulness practice. Just note it. Just see it. Don't push it away. Don't get all rot and kind of hooked by the thought and, you know, beat yourself up even more for having the thought. Just let it be, you know, and continue on sending this towards yourself. So let me say it again. And again, just feel the words and just feel it for yourself. And I've mentioned in other episodes, if you think of yourself as a 7 or 8-year-old or a 10 or 12-year-old, that can help us open our heart a little bit. Thinking, as you know, compassion is the key. So just thinking about what little JP at 7 years old or 8 years old trying to make friends and the challenges and struggles he was having. And that little compassion, as you know, is the key to unlocking now our ability to feel and send loving kindness and to build kindness. So think of yourself as a seven-year-old or eight-year-old. May I be happy and peaceful in this moment. May I feel good about myself just as I am. May I be healthy and strong of mind and body and spirit. May I be safe from harm, both inner and outer harm. And may I live with ease and grace upon the earth. So just feel this feeling for yourself. Now, if it's hard... And if it's hard, that's totally okay. So just, let's do it again. And just feel it. Whatever the word, you know, conjures up in your mind, just feel that for yourself, for your seven-year-old self. May I be happy and peaceful in this moment. May I feel good about myself just as I am. May I be healthy and strong of mind and body and spirit. May I be safe from harm, both inner and outer harm. And may I live with ease and grace upon the earth. The super exciting part of all of this is that we become transformed doing this practice. Our default becomes one where we start to see how people are suffering and we feel a natural kindness towards them and it guides our behavior. Not all of the time, but more of the time. And our heart grows a little bit. Our neural pathways become more robust and our world changes. We see it differently. Albert Einstein said, I quote, I think the most important question facing humanity is, is the universe a friendly place? He went on to say, this is the first and most basic question all people must answer for themselves. And I agree. And when we build this practice, when we grow kindness as a superpower, we start to see the world, the universe, our relationships, 
our communities differently. We see them as friendly places. So now, moving to our three by three as we finish up. Three mindful breaths right down to the toes. And three gratitudes. And now three goals for the day. And if you can link it to the goal setting workshop, your what we call the one goals. We should have three one goals. I have mine. Just think for yourself, what are three goals that would really move things forward today? Fantastic. Now finishing, bringing this momentum into the day, this focus, this energy, this kindness into the day. St. Basil said, A tree is known by its fruit, a person by their deeds. A good deed is never lost. They who sow, who sow courtesy reaps friendship. And they who plant kindness gathers love. Let me say that again. A tree is known by its fruit, a person by their deeds. A good deed is never lost. They who sow courtesy reap friendship. And they who plant kindness gathers love. Have a wonderful day.